Hey, hey, hey. This is Propel Forward with Michael Ostro and... Bradley Means Business. And we're live at Denver Startup Week. We're actually sitting at a podcast workshop. Uh, while we're working on this, we also have someone to interview today, our very first person we've ever interviewed on the podcast. We have Ritesh Keskar. What's up, Ritesh? Good. How are you? Doing awesome, man. So I definitely have a bunch of questions to ask you. I think Brad wrote down a couple, so let's start with a couple of the questions he wrote let's down. Let's do it. For sure. Thank you for that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess we just want to start off with, uh, with your startup and uh, what you're trying to do. Tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, your role, and uh, the business. You can give us like a 10-second pitch. We'll, we'll test out your pitch skills. Oh, wait. I want to jump in real quick because Ritesh was sitting at this table, turned to him for a second, pulled out his card, handed it over to me. Just, to, you know, I, I guess that makes sense, too, because, uh, yeah, you want someone to be able to pronounce your name, look at your name, and understand it. Uh, but also, I see on here it says co-founder and CTO. Yes. So on his question, on Brad's question, explain that role. Yeah, I would love to. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for interviewing me as part of our workshop. Um, so, quick intro. Like you said, Ritesh Keskar. Um, I've been on co-founder's site for quite a bit, and I've been dipping my feet uh, into the startup community since last couple of years. Uh, I met Harrison Rosenfeld, who's not here with us uh, right now. He's working. Um, but I met him. Him and his brother came up with this concept for a messaging app that allows you to design and schedule messages for a time in future. Tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, what have you. Um, so he was looking for a technical co-founder to get on board with them to help scope the requirements, manage the development team, and kind of partner together to get this concept in production. So we've been working together for eight, nine months, I believe now. Um, our app is in beta release. We should be in production in about two to three weeks. Throwing a, planning a nice launch party for it and getting starting to get the word out. Okay, I want to hear a little bit more about the messaging app. I understand mm -hmm. that because... You know, I'll use some emails that I set out in a sequence, or I'll wait a couple days before I send out an email. Um, so, can you tell me about what platforms can the messaging be used on? Like, how are you setting this up? And then, um, where, where would be a, like, a good example to use this? Yeah. Um, so, right now, it's a standalone app. It's on React, uh, and we build for both Apple and Android. And we've been talking about doing integrations with emailing services and texting services. Jeez, okay. um, but that's exactly what we are finding because what we did was we did a survey to random audience all over the country a few months ago when the development started. And then now that we are in beta, we are doing we did the friends and family release. So we are in the phase of collecting some raw, candid feedback um, from people to get the validation for it. How do you like it? How would you use it? When would you use it? And one of the things we are noticing, rightly so, is people tend to re easily connect that or relate that to Googles and Bing and, uh, sorry, not the Yahoo email and Outlook. So they start comparing to that. And that's what we are trying to get, clarify the message, saying we are not trying to compete with today's email giants, like big companies that are established. We're not trying to turn this into a new text app where you get instant text. The whole idea that Harrison and Ben, his brother, came up with was to go reverse of today's trend of rushing. Everything is instant today. We all have a short attention span. We all need something on our fingertips. And we go swipe, swipe, read for a few seconds, and we move on to the next topic. So the whole idea for this one is to slow the mind of a human in kind of tapping into Denver, Colorado's community also and just take a chill pill, relax a bit, think about what you're writing, design what you're going to write, 
draft it, save the draft. If you need to come back to it tomorrow, come back to it tomorrow, and then say happy anniversary, birthday, meeting minutes, company notes, whatever it is, you can design it and schedule it for your recipe and for some time in the future. Okay, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I know we were talking a little bit about it uh, yeah. before. Um, I think it probably really slots well with especially entrepreneurs that are trying to focus on time management as well. Um, that could really help alleviate uh, having to do the, like, right now I have to message somebody. Because we, we always get in those moments where we kind of get pulled away from uh, whatever we're doing just to respond to an email or respond to a text message or whatnot. So, uh, from what I understand, it's, it's the goal is to help pe- uh, entrepreneurs and th- these business people be able to take them away. In addition, in addition to other people as well, I'm sure. Absolutely, I think that's extremely important. Just like you were touching on time management too, um, and Ritesh, it, awesome, and it can really help people slow down a little bit. I, as I've been reading more on time management, I do wait to email people back. I have like 25 un, like people that I didn't text back, like unread messages, and I make sure to leave it unread so mm-hmm. that I can go back there later. But if you respond to an email that maybe it's like a fire you gotta put out right away, the second you respond, that other person's gonna respond back and you could spend a lot of time just emailing back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great that, you could, that you're talking about spending more time crafting the appropriate message before just sending it back. Um, and l- let me ask you this, uh, if you're familiar with it, like sure. when we send out an email, a lot of people will send out an email and put the work on the other person, like, hey, I'd love to have a meeting, when are you free? Right. So you're actually putting a lot of work on that person to figure out some times and then throw back to you. Whereas, like when I craft an email, I try to take as much work on my plate and put as little on the other person as possible. So I'm like, I'd love to have a meeting to talk about X, Y, and Z, and here are possible dates and times where you're available then. Yes. Have you heard of that concept too? Like, It totally makes sense. We haven't had someone explicitly mention that for a meeting invite they could use it, but we've been talking about it ourselves. Um, but what you just kind of compared makes total sense is the burden is a little bit on you instead of pushing it on the other side. Like, don't just draft and send the message out because in the work environment, we are all habituated to doing that. Is the moment we see an email, we jump on it, and then the first thing we want to do is reply so it gets out of our inbox so we don't stress out about it. But little do we know, doing that stresses us out. It's just rush, oh, yeah. rush, rush, reply, 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 and that stresses everybody out. So you do this every day. I've read books, I've listened to podcasts where they have these checklists to guide people to slow, you know, formulate a daily routine. And a lot of successful entrepreneurs, what they say is do not look at your phone early in the morning. Do not start replying to messages at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Do your breakfast and workout and meditation and whatever you need to do and set up a time for like, say, 11 a.m. to noon. Set that up time, set that time up and respond to your messages and walk away. So they're bringing all this checklist. So we are hoping that from a tech perspective, something like this will automatically help people slow it down. Because we got some people who were getting nervous about why does this not have an instant reply? And we can easily have it. We have the feature in the app, we actually turned it off. Um, But we intentionally decided not to do the instant messaging on it. Just to kind of change the mindset of it. The feature is there. It'll be in the app. It'll be in the code, but not not for the first sure, time. Sure. Interesting. Um, well, you said you're, you're testing with some uh, friends and family. We are right. Ho- hopefully they uh, they don't sugarcoat it because I know how friends and family Correct. are. I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's it's a, such a great app, and they turn around and be like, oh my, I don't know what he's doing. This is a waste of time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. We told them and we requested them that just because it's friends and family don't sugarcoat it, be as brutal as, and as genuine as possible. Right. And our friends are doing that. Um, we even did a survey form, a couple of people filled that out. 
We had a ton of people just texting us saying, hey, what about this feature? Why didn't you do this? Why did you do this? So that interaction is coming. So that kind of caused us to, we, we ended up adding two more features to the app and extended the launch by another month because we liked the recommendation so much. Cool. Awesome. Uh, this is kind of like a more of a personal uh, question on, on my end. You, know, you were mentioning the, uh, the kind of the tech stack that you guys are building on it. Uh, and you mentioned React. Uh, I, I kind of had an interest in React um, uh, for some, some businesses I'm trying to build uh, myself. And you mentioned that it's available, would be available on both Android and uh, yes. Apple. So I'm assuming you're talking about React Native or are you t you're, you're talking React about Native. with Swift and, and React Java slash JavaScript? React Native. React Native? Yeah. Single code base. That was the idea. I've been researching hybrid tech technology quite mm -hmm. a bit. Uh, I mean, there are a few, few other ones out there which are good, which are famous. Part of my intention in going with this route as, a, as I was working with the development team mm -hmm. was it's fairly new compared to some of the hybrid platforms. And in a way, we kind of get to learn as well and explore and launch on both. Um, obviously, a lot of people focus with that intention these days. Mm -hmm. But a few years ago, you would, you would always launch an Apple first. There right. are millions of apps on Apple and then Android took years to catch up. Mm -hmm. So we just didn't want to do that. We have friends, family, other people, like this ton of people on both sides, um, not to speak for their businesses, but and people are now fairly even on both platforms. So we just wanted right. to capture both. It's almost like a mortal sin not to be on the Apple store when you like release a product, be like, oh, you're not. Yeah, uh, you know, it, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's because it's, it's such a large following and it kind of sucks that you have different languages, but I've been studying some React uh, Native and like how applicable it would be to getting software. So it's, it's good to see that, uh, that you're using it in, right. in practice. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what makes you passionate about this app? Obviously, you're, you, talk, you, you said you met uh, Addison, one of your one of your other co-founders. What uh, what drives you to uh, to develop this and commit so much time and and have a kind of focus all your career on this right now? Yeah, yeah. So I've been in the tech side, tech industry since graduation, so almost 19, 20 years. Um, I. Played, held different, multiple different roles, uh, developer, analyst, project manager, program manager, director, etc. Um, what got me curious was ever since last five or six years, I've been in e-commerce and then managing development teams uh, or e-commerce content management, product management, etc. But I got, I had the pleasure of working with a small to mid-sized company that was on the upswing. Um, growth or they were growing exponentially and then they got acquired so I was able to see that whole path of what companies go through and learn from my founders at that mm -hmm. time um, so that kind of gave you know created a bug in my head that I want to be part of that industry and start something from scratch mm -hmm. and start from zero and take it to to a launch and get it out to the masses. So that's mm -hmm. kind of from the technical side, just a very broad explanation that I wanted to be part of a startup scene. Mm -hmm. And so then I started exploring ideas and concepts of what would work, what not would work, etc. I had a couple ideas of my own. I worked with Founders Institute here in Denver oh, two nice. years ago. I mm -hmm. went through their program for about 80% of that, but decided not to register the company just yet since I was still building the concept. Um, and like I said, so then I was registered on co-founders and I, uh, I had Harrison Rosenfeld, he reached out to me and said, if I'm available and let's talk. Nice. Um, so it was kind of that bug that I just wanted to get my feet wet and get into 
this side of the fence. That, that's awesome. Uh, it's good, to, good that you have the bug. I, I feel like it's very challenging to find uh, developers that, that, that have that bug because there's such a market demand for uh, developers, whether it's in the uh, in machine learning space or in web development. They just get sucked up by, uh, by companies so quickly. So uh, offering uh, to do a startup with no real security is kind of a <laughs> challenging thing to do for, for some of the entrepreneurs out there. Uh, you, want, you wanted to ask one? Yeah. So I did want to jump on Denver Startup Week a little bit because yes. um, obviously we were chatting about that a little before this podcast. But what made you want to come to Denver Startup Week and how did you find out about Denver Startup Week? Yes, yeah, so I moved to Denver two years ago um, and just I was looking for all sorts of networking events, business events, network after work or social events, what, oh, yeah, okay. what have you, all of those things. And that's, I think, during one of my searches, I came across Denver Startup Week. I came across Colorado Tech Association, came yeah. across uh, the, the local incubators, the accelerators that help you take your idea to launch. And then I started following all of these to see, I mean, as a human, you can be member and can do 10 things at a time. So Denver Startup Week, what I learned was it's such a great, awesome community and it's free. And so you show up for 99% of events. I think there's only a few handful of events where you have to get on the list and then the list fills up. But most of them, you just walk in and start interacting with people. So it's such a great platform where you don't have to RSVP or get a seat or pay for it or fly out somewhere. I mean, it's walking distance. I, you live If you live in downtown, it's 10 minutes to anywhere. So that's how I came about it. Uh, attended a ton of events in 2017. I was a little too busy in 2018, so it wasn't able to attend. Yeah, that's actually the same with me here. Yeah, and then with this with this startup initiative, right now now that we are, we have something to show to people, there's no other place than this one to get that exposure out and also get feedback. So, yeah. I mean, I, I 100% agree with you. Denver Startup Week. Uh, this is this is hands down the. The, the year that I've attended the most. I yeah. think I'm, this is like my 15th event or something like that. I, I have nice. blisters on my feet. I've been walking so much. <laughs> that's not, a, that's not a joke. Or, our app is happy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I kept changing shoes during the week. I couldn't figure out what was the best shoes to wear. I was trying to wear tennis shoes. But, dude, yeah, my feet have been killing me. Uh, thank God uh, we have a ton of scooters around town, so those have been super, yeah, super clutch. Yeah. yeah, this is the first week I actually took them, and I've taken a bunch of scooters this week. Did you ride some? I did too. Um, funny thing, two years, I never took a scooter in Denver. Yeah. I traveled to other cities and there I was riding around, but one of the introduction emails from DSW, so Denver Startup Week, was that do not drive your car. Um, basically, take public transport, walk, take a scooter. And so it was helpful. Yeah, you just take, just be careful of the rules and that's it. Just follow the law and it's, it's available everywhere. Awesome. So now I want to hear about what you've gotten out of Denver Startup Week. So yes. this year, 2019, what have you gotten out of Denver Startup Week so far? Maybe the sessions you've gone to or maybe the people you've connected with? Yes, so um, it's kind of, I mean, it's it's getting more and more diverse and every event obviously has a different focus to it. So what I like about it is, you know, sometimes in a seminar, it could very well be very presentation oriented or marketing, like people are marketing their own company. What I like in Denver Startup Week is everybody is so passionate and friendly about it. Um, it is now one of the so we're getting we're getting prompts yeah. from our event here because uh, we have a ton of other people recording their podcasts as well. So it's actually kind of a podcast competition going on right now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called uh, hashtag 
Pod Race 2019. Pod race 2019 or just 19? Just 19. Pod, pod Race Sweet. 19. But yeah, pod race 19. Yes. seriously, we're sitting here around a ton of people that are also recording. So we're just in a, a bunch of people recording. Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're sitting around a pavilion here at uh, the Beer Garden on Commons. Yeah, Skyline Beer at Garden. At Skyline Beer Garden. While we have the uh, the climate uh, protest going on right now. Oh, yeah. Down the street, like literally 10 feet away from us. So it's uh, it's been a pretty good day so far. <laughs> yeah. Pretty eventful. It's a good location. Um, so you were uh, explaining to Sorry, us. Sorry, yeah. I got distracted with the, the update. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're the one getting easily distracted. I'm the one hungover, and he's the one easily getting distracted. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was just saying, I mean, it's a good platform to connect with people. They are on point to get notifications out. And what, what I liked about it is there's a lot of different events going on at the same time. Obviously, you can't do them all, but it allows you to build your own calendar, go to the ones that relate to you. And then luckily this time I had not just Harrison, my, my business partner, but also some of my friends show up. So we planned out and they divide and conquer. So we went split up and did different events. And then we would meet at the social hour at like 4 p.m. or 6 p.m. And then we would share ideas or share thoughts. So I like that a lot, where that gives you that platform to still get together and share what you learned from session one, what I learned from session two, and then exchange notes. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of people that I've met at other events, and this is probably a case for you where I see at the like the block parties or the, the closing party yesterday it was absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah. And I just saw a bunch of people that I connected with, and it just makes you feel good that you you, you kind of laid the groundwork to some good uh, good connections with people. Yeah, it, the dairy block like it, it was, was nutty. packed shoulder to shoulder. Um, I don't even know. I haven't talked to the team about it, um, but I think at least a thousand people were in that alley like at one given Probably, time. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Someone made a statement. They said this is basically like a bar hopping to launch your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what was crazy is like it was like a, it was an open bar yes. inside of the Dairy Box. So if you're part of Denver Startup Week, yes. you've registered online, then you can attend and drink for free and network and meet amazing, incredible people that you could build something with, you could work with in some capacity. Maybe you'll do business together in the future. Maybe you'll just connect and make a friendship. There's so many opportunities. And it's really important that you were a part of it and we were a part of it. Like, Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that kind of leads me into the next question. You know, you're talking about how it's, you know, it's a great collaborative event. It's different than just kind of getting like, just pitched from other uh, businesses. Right. Has there been uh, a standout event or a connection that you made that was like, I'm so glad I came to Denver Startup Week. I'm so glad I came to this event because I met you. I, I learned this. I, uh, I found about this re- resource. Was there anything like that that, that struck you t- this so far this week? There was one. Um, and thanks for asking. I kind of gave this reference yesterday, too. But um, no surprise there. So we had a speaker yesterday at one of the sessions. I think I'm, if I get his name right, Ted Wang. Uh, he was a lawyer for 20 years. He runs his own VC venture capital firm. Um, he's been in you know, San Francisco market, or I should say market, in the, in the area mm-hmm. most of his life. And now he's starting to explore Denver market. So it was a two-part thing. Number one, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of you know, just presentations, which Denver Startup Week does a great job of not doing just presentation. It's more mm-hmm. conversation. Um, and Ted Wang, with his amazing experience, was it was fun to listen to him because it was not one topic. Basically, all he talked about was I worked with, think of a name, like top 10 companies in social uh, manufacturing today, and he's worked with them. And you know, if I name drop Facebook, Twitter, and all of those, mm-hmm. um, he's been on the board with them. 
So it was nice to listen to them. If basically, he shared his experiences. Here's what I learned from this CEO. Here's what I learned from that CMO. Here's what I learned from that CTO. And just good experiences that he gathered in his life that maybe other people can pick up. Mm -hmm. And I made this statement yesterday too, the, the one that stuck with me because I'm still learning what Denver is all about and the Denver scene is all about. He made a statement saying he feels that the Denver scene today or th this year is pretty much like 90s uh, San Francisco wow. um, in the business arena. So that's kind of how he kind of uh, gave that hint that it's up and coming, people are friendly, everybody's helping everybody, and it's a great place to, to be a be part of a startup. So he's alluding to the fact that there's going to be a ton of people here. It's going to be super overpriced in the next uh, 10, 15 years. And <laughs> nobody's going to be nice after that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> very good way to read into it. Uh, he indirectly mentioned we all know that coastals or the, 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 the east and west coast um, are jam-packed with, with startups, with multinational companies, with successful companies. And the mindset tends to shift a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, if of course it gets more competitive if it's you he hinted towards you requ it requires more a little bit more money to be successful there or get yeah. something out there sure uh, it's just living standard is or the cost of living is so high right but denver is not there yet so it's just, this is the right time to get it yeah you can spend uh, half your safety net in one month's rent for like a 400 square foot apartment right. in san francisco right. <laughs> that's I've why had, i love denver i've had friends who move from midwest or central region to west coast and their rent was doubled Jeez. Yikes. I, I don't want to speak for Michael uh, about what his favorite things were, but uh, I noticed yesterday he had a uh, he had a photo with John Elway, and I think that was his highlight. I mean, because he just looked like a, like a kid uh, in, a, in a candy shop because he has like, awesome. this big, massive smile on his face, <laughs> even though you're, you're not the biggest football fan. <laughs> what was funny is I was actually standing in line to go meet John Elway, and I'm with a couple of the other Denver Startup Week team members, yes. and they are giddy. Like, they're... they're uh, I'm not going to guess their age, but um, they're older than I am, <laughs> and they're like so giddy. And like one guy's like super nervous, and the other one like bought a football so he can get it signed. Sure. And then someone walked over and was like, "You can't, like, you can't have him sign anything. I'm sorry." And then he was like upset, but I was like, "Dude, just take a photo with the football in your hand. Like, you don't have to go put it somewhere." But they were like so excited, like they didn't even know what to do with their yeah, body because they were the going to be John Elway. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, it was awesome seeing John Elway. I'm, I'm a little more of a football fan than you are, so it was pretty cool to see him. I sent a, a, a video. A I, sent, I sent a video to my buddy, and uh, he was like, "Oh my god, no way!" I wasn't as giddy as uh, maybe some of the other people, but uh, no, it was it was a good experience. Uh, so, a podcast would allow you to put a picture up, <laughs> yeah. blend the whole thing, which probably you can just make the video clip of it and put it on social media with that. Well, uh, we're going to be launching our YouTube here soon, so uh, oh, we'll, we'll we'll throw some snippets up there of like uh, Michael's face blown up with like his huge Perfect. like grin, ear to ear grin. So Perfect. Uh, now that we kind of like talked about uh, your experience at Denver Startup Week, what are you what are you going to take away from it and implement right away? from what you learned who you met is it going to be a phone call is it going to be a strategy uh, what, what, what are you going to implement right away after Denver Startup Week um, yeah good question um, so I've been taking notes since Monday I think a lot of people are uh, from the sessions that you attend um, so I have a couple of I mean I've, I've been following up every day that's kind of just my natural habit mm -hmm. when you connect with someone exchange business cards follow up right away and just if you intend to partner or just have coffee or whatever do it right away make a plan take the initiative so i've already been doing that part getting the calendar uh kind of book for it 
but in addition to answer your question, um, I am looking more deeply into commons a little bit more. Um, I've been following them for a couple of years, the mm -hmm. commons at Champa. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But now I'm looking a little bit more to potentially working with them or at least get an advisor. Maybe I'll just start going to their session and just, you know, get a feedback, get a mentor. But there's, it's a really good platform for a ton of information. If you want funding, you want advisors, you want to just speak in front of a panel, etc. Um, there's quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I attended a couple of events at Commons at Champa, and it's great. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have a couple of different uh, resources. Like they have test your like your idea in ten steps. They have yes. uh, power hours. They have free free working space. Like no matter what, from nine to five for entrepreneurs that kind of come in. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I think correct. they have some advisors as well. I think I think that's awesome. So anybody that uh, is in the Denver area, go to Commons on Champa. It's a it's a great place. Um, shoot, man. Oh, man, so many so many good questions. But we only have about uh, five minutes here. Do you have do you have anything else to, to add, Mike? Well, what I would ask uh, Ritesh, is there anything else that you would want to say or tell us something that uh, you know how we could find you or, or find out more about you? Sure. Um, the the first thing would be LinkedIn. I mean, my first name last name, and it's got all the information. And we also have the Pony Pal page. On LinkedIn, we also have a landing page, which is a static page, with company information and links to the app. So it's all app right now. We're not doing desktop login, desktop sign up, admin things like that just yet. Like I said, we're building a wish list, to, but that's the, those would be the two main places to find or look us up on LinkedIn. Ritesh Keskar or Harrison Rosenfeld or Ben Rosenfeld. These are the co-founders. Um, all on LinkedIn or. Uh, yeah, or on the landing page, uh, ponypalapp.com. Awesome. We'll also put those links in the description. We'll put his name in the description as well so that you can easily find Ritesh later on. Um, so I do want to say thank you, Ritesh, for, for you coming guys. on. It was a, a ton of fun. Um, also, for Brad and I, uh, we'll film another episode where we get to chat about our Denver Startup Week experience, what we learned, some of our takeaways. That'll be uh, coming out very soon for the very next podcast. Uh, Brad, any last minute things you want to say as well? Uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to sharing our experience. Um, it's going to be a lot about talking about our, ourselves, but it's it's, it's going to it's going to be good. Uh, I love talking about yourself. I, love I to am hear your your thoughts too on the, <laughs> the start of week. I'm up to the gills with uh, with feedback and uh, and and, uh, and thoughts about Denver Startup Week. So it's it's been phenomenal. I definitely look forward to it. So so yeah. Any any last thoughts, Michael? Anything else? Uh, nothing else for now. We'll let you guys go. Thank you again for listening to Propel Forward with Michael Ostro and Bradley Means Business. Awesome. And? Ritesh Keska. <laughs> Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs>